You're about to trailer talk with my boy Ryan. Don't get him confused with that lame ass Brian. He's gonna fill your head with camping and cycling. Don't throw that away, put it in the recycling. Now is the time for trailer talk with Ryan. Put that baby down and stop your crying. <laughs> Hello campers and welcome to another episode of Trailer Talk with Ryan. I'm Ryan, this is my trailer, and I'm talking. Today, I have another special guest that I'm going to be talking to today. He is the fastest race car driver that we have in our cycling club. He is... Eh, he's not the slowest cyclist that we have. It's, it's once in a while. He's getting better. But uh, let me introduce Mr. Chad Copeland. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad I'm here. Thanks for everybody. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> well, thank you for coming, Chad. Uh, it's uh, very nice of you. Um, we, uh, for those listening that don't know what we did before this, uh, we went out for a little ride, did a little about a little nine, ten mile ride around uh, Vogel State Park, and uh, now we're doing the podcast. So, how did you? Uh, how did you enjoy that ride? Mm. That was a great ride. It was actually really scenic on the backside. I liked the river. We were cruising, and <clears throat> there was a couple spots in there. I just wanted to. I wanted to stop and build a house. It was really, really nice back there. Yeah, right on. I enjoy it. It's I always get area. scared on the road, but you know, but you know, I always hear somebody getting run over left and right. So I always get scared on being, yeah. being on the road. But that first part was not that many cars, and then the second part was a big shoulder, like you said. So, yeah. and everybody was getting way out of our way. So it was great. It was a good ride. It was a good little just a get out there get some riding in and get back yeah right on nice yeah the uh that climb that initial climb is always a punch in the gut because it's, yeah your legs are cold but but uh it i like that route it's a good one uh and so speaking of cycling let's just uh let's <clears throat> jump in here how, how did you uh how did you get into cycling because you haven't been cycling for a great yeah. long not, time right I mean, no like not even three years maybe yeah 2008 may of 2018 yeah so not even three years two and a half years yeah. right on uh, a friend of a mutual friend of ours jack uh has i which i've known i've known jack for better part of 10 years uh he used to date uh a, a, a friend of my wife's uh, who also cycles and uh met him through her and he had been pushing me because he saw the Datsun uh, I've got a, a, dot, a little Datsun truck um, that which I is amazing of, by the way I it's think got it's a, badass and it got, a, it got a lot of internet publicity when it first came out and it took a lot of work to get it done and Jack knew with that kind of dedication that if I got he thought that if I got into cycling I might continue on and I so he talked me into going up to uh, Six's Pit in Canton Georgia and talking to them about uh, a bike and uh shameless plug <laughs> well you know <laughs> well that's where i got it so and uh talked to angel and the guys up there and angel was there and he fit me on a bike and and gave me the ultimatum you can jack had said all you need is a thousand ish dollars and we get you on a good bike and so i went in there and looked at the thousand ish dollar bikes and then looked at a twenty five hundred dollar <laughs> kona hanzo and they were saying well the thousand-ish dollar bike will get you out there and get you going, but you know it's not gonna it, you're not gonna do anything to it. Whereas if you buy the Hanzo ALDL, you can do 
whatever you want to it. It's going to be a hardtail, but it'll be a right. great bike. It's an awesome starter bike, and it's just pretty much indestructible. So I bought it right there on the spot and with the caveat that if I didn't like it, how much could I get back out of it You know, if I decided to give this a solid 90 days? And Jack basically said that yeah, you'll probably lose three, maybe 400 bucks on the value of it. And probably if it's a brand new bike, you know, you don't lose a whole lot. You will lose some, but um, it's, you know, so I figured basically comes out about $100 a month to, you know, be cheaper than renting a bike. And this is a bike that I take home and I can ride as often as I want. And right. it only took about three or four rides. And I was like, and then I had my other friends, had my friend Cody go in, another friend, Monday Nelson. And, and we started riding together. And of course we were not as good as everybody else. So we had our own little B team. We called it, we had our own little chat. We called right it B team. So we were, that's when we were going to ride because we didn't want to hold everybody else up. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, and now you guys are like leading the rides. Well, Especially Cody, is. Cody, he's, Cody's a, he's a beast, man. He's, yeah, but he rides like you know three, four, five, six times a week, man. It's like dude, you need yeah. to rest those legs, man. <laughs> so he's gonna have them string being legs, but he's gonna be putting out eight hundred watts or right. right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's crazy. Well, that's cool, man. Uh, so, so you've been riding like for uh, two or three years now. Uh, what's what's one of the things that you like about it? Like, uh, it's. I tell people it is it's fast hiking. Mm. I used to love to hike. I do like to hike. Okay. But if I can take a mountain bike, I'd rather do that okay. because then I can I can see everything I want and get there a lot faster and maybe do a couple little small jumps or little bunny hops on right, the way. Right. You know, take corner kind of hard, could do some chicanes or whatever. So it's, it's well, plus you get a coast downhill too. So yeah, instead of having that. like to walk back down the mountain. Yeah, and on top of that, that's when I get my breaks is going down the hill because otherwise I'd rather stop and have to do my little you know chatted up little sessions so i can have an excuse to not ride first i can catch my breath well that's why we call you the chat alack yeah because you like to you like to talk and you like nice things yeah yeah that's awesome um all right so you got the cycling bug you're all in now you've had like uh, multiple bikes and they just keep getting nicer and lighter um and so uh well, uh, to kind of tell the, and like, I'm going. I keep going for, and I keep going for. They get lighter and nicer, and more expensive, and I'm just piling them onto that other debt. Just keep stacking that debt up. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's kind of with you when you die. So yeah, I think well. that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, and I think all my debt gets washed away when I die. I think something like that. Something. I think Doogie will change her name. It doesn't matter. You'll be dead. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. That's why I'm going to somebody else's problem. I'm going to buy that Porsche when I turn about eighty. <laughs> make no payments just drive it <laughs> so we have uh the cycling club the the canton cartel cycling club and uh just a super small group of uh guys and gals that that like to ride and uh we don't take it we don't take uh ourselves seriously at all mm -hmm. uh the only requirement is um you have to ride with us and you have to have a bell on at least one of your bikes so it's very very hard to get get into our club with those restrictions um so you're uh, a fairly new member what I, i'm curious what kind of like made you even think about wanting to like hang out with us and like join our little our little ragtag club uh because i'd already been riding with everybody and um jack had mentioned that you should you should try and get in with the club it's like we could really you know you're you're, you're with us already and i was like yeah, that's not, you know, not a bad idea so 
And, uh, you know, it just seemed like a good fit. I already knew everybody, except for a couple people I didn't know. And then we had some people that didn't ride with us that often. Uh, but, like, uh, but yeah, I was already riding with everybody, so why not just get involved all the way, you know? Yeah. So I was already here, so I just might as well just start wearing the jersey. Right on. And the decoder ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's got a lock. Just got to yeah, put it in there yeah. and do the twist, you know, <laughs> and then activate. Right. <laughs> in the form of Wonder Woman's bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's, uh, you may have, to, may have to edit that out. <laughs> no, there's no editing. It just, it just runs through. Hey there, cyclists. Do you enjoy leg cramps and bonking while on the bike? If so, Carbo Rocket is not for you. But if you want to stay hydrated and energized on even the most grueling of rides, Carbo Rocket has you covered. They offer multiple products, each with a light taste that is easy on the most sensitive of stomachs. And as a bonus, I am giving both of my listeners a chance to save 25% on their next order at CarboRocket.com. All you have to do is use the discount code Rocket Club. If you want to get more out of your next ride, put some rocket fuel in your bottle. So just pedal on over to CarboRocket.com and use the code ROCKETCLUB for 25% off your next order. CarboRocket. Fuel smarter, go farther. Um, all right, so you uh, you were also in the Air Force earlier in your life, right? Yes, I was privileged, yes. What? what was it? It says, yes, I was privileged. Privileged, yeah. <laughs> Spoiled Air Force. <laughs> Uh, when when did you join that? Uh, in um, uh, March of ninety one. Yes, March of ninety one. Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah. So like right out of high school, or? Uh, yeah, no? yeah, I, yeah. I uh, yeah I graduated in June of ninety. I was going to take a year off, but my uh, I had this thing going. My parents, I was like, you know, when I get through with high school, I want to take a year off to just kind of find myself because all I've known my whole life is school. So I wanted a year to find myself. Now that I'm going to go on this life quest and disappear be, be for six years and yeah, travel the world, which would have been really cool to do. But I was, I mean, I'm still not grown up. I'm a, I was a slow grower, slow, you know, mature kind of person. I didn't take, it took me 10 forevers to realize that, holy crap, you're 35. You need to actually stop buying matchbox cars not that i really bought matchbox cars <laughs> you know but but yes exactly it put away the ken dolls uh yes i had those no i didn't have those. <laughs> uh no and uh but they just my dad he's he's a go-getter he's a he's he's a pusher he is one of these people that is um he you know he likes to see people are being productive and you know and and providing you know being something you know giving back to society and so he just really it bothered him that i was not contributing to society and so he uh pretty much said look you're either going to have to go get a full-time job and pay full-time rent go get a part-time job pay part-time rent and go to part-time college Mm. uh go to uh go to full-time college and pay no rent, uh, or you can go into military. And so, uh, and that was the rule. So, or I can just move out and figure out what I want to do from there. And I was 19 or 18, 19 at this time, whenever we were having this talk. And um, 
So I went to co went and signed up for college. I signed up for 17 credit hours, something, something I think it was something. It was pretty high, and um, when I saw the bill for that, I was just like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to be expensive." And how am I going to pay that? Because and, and what would you do with all those baskets too? Baskets from the basket weaving courses. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Uh, and then I ended up, I went and talked to the army recruiter because I was like, college just isn't going to do it. I'll go join the military for a little while. Get, get, let them pay for my college because that's, we'll pay for college. So I went and talked to the army recruiter and he, uh, lied. Yeah. He, I went to MEPS and, and then I got back from MEPS and then I caught him in a lie and he, uh, uh, and I, I told him to his face cause I knew that I wasn't. I wasn't in the military yet. <laughs> I hadn't raised my hand. I hadn't right. sworn in. So I'm not part of Uncle Sam's group yet. <laughs> and I told him that uh, I said, dude, lied to me. I forgot what it was about. I forgot what the lie was about. It just kind of, you know, and so I, he, um, he was like, well, you're part of the group. And I was like, no, no, I know how the rules work. I'm not. And, said, so, and then the fact that you're pushing me now, I said, that's even more. I'm right. out. And he was like, well, you need to get back. I said, ah, I got to go. And I ended up just leaving. And then I I think I left there and went straight to the Air Force recruiter's office. And uh, uh, Sergeant Ellerson, I think his name was. That was wow, that's and, a good memory. Yeah. I, just, I remember weird some weird stuff like that every now and then. Uh, it was Ellerson or Emerson. Whatever. It's one of those sons. Uh, and uh, in Milton, Georgia. And I went and talked to him. And he was pretty straightforward with me. And yeah. uh and then that was in um, when was that? That was in you said ninety one, right? Yeah, that was January, I think, of ninety one. Maybe February. It doesn't matter. Somewhere, yeah. But I was gone within a few weeks. Sure. Like, well, yeah, they I'm, don't. You know, they don't. Uh, yeah. They don't let you think about it too much. Well, apparently, <laughs> I did really well on the ASVAB. And so he was. I was gonna. I was looking to go into like dental assistant or something like that. You know, just something that was dental assistant. Something in just, the military. Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's something to do on the. I see. I was looking at it because I wasn't planning on being a lifer. Oh. So I was. Okay. This was. I was okay. looking at it past the military. What can I do outside? What well, you I, were like mature about it, because. Uh, I was trying to be mature, even though I was right. very immature. Yeah. I'm trying to make mature decisions with my ignorant, immature brain. And uh, my one hormone body, Jesus, uh, that's another topic for another day. Uh, so, but like, yeah, anyway, so I ended up, um, he, he uh, basically said uh, SPS, you know, security police, security, ugh, can't speak, security police squadron. And uh, he was like, well, I was like, what is that? And he was like, well, you basically just like, either going to do security or do law enforcement. And, um, uh, you know, and then uh, depending on where you go, you can you can do more with it. So uh, ended up doing, um, you know, started going through all my stuff, and they started leading me towards Eglin, which had me going to different classes and stuff. And next thing you know, I'm at Eglin and Eglin uh, Air Force Base. Yes, sorry, Eglin Air Force Base. And then we got involved with uh, every other weekend training with the Rangers, and because that's their final phase of training and which which was great because I got some good friends out of that which unfortunately I've lost contact with all those guys but at the time it was great I had a really good time doing that and did you know several trips over the Middle East after that or during that time and uh, but you know I still it's still the best thing that I ever done 
as far as for me. Well, I mean, besides gross. joining the Canton Cartel. Well, oh, of course, naturally. I mean, the best thing I ever did I mean, for I myself. Can, I mean, I'm sure it's a close second. Is but. you know, advancing my work ethic, you know. <laughs> and then the Canton Cartel was the best thing I ever did to save lives. Right. Well, it's, yeah, that's what you we know, do. Save lives that's and, right. you know, prevent uh, premature pregnancies and lack of seatbelt wearing. Yes. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, people that make limp, limp you know, you know uh, lasagna, who likes what? bad, I don't know, just saying stuff. Okay. I'm just saying weird shit now. So, so <laughs> when I joined the army, my recruiter, uh, he, he, he totally lied to me. He was an ass. Um, I wanted to go airborne infantry, right? I want to yeah. go airborne infantry. I wanted to be like. Chuck Norris and Delta Force and all that stuff. Totally. Yeah, totally. And he said, oh, well... Mm, but, not to interrupt your story, you do know that Chuck Norris was SPS Air Force, just so you know. Look it up. Really? He was an SP... He was, I went like Chuck Norris. That's hilarious. He, that's no joke. That is, look that up. He was SPS in the Air Force. Uh, he's still cool, though. <laughs> he was super cool until about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> he was. He was one of the guys that we always would like run away from when we were driving drunk. Yeah. Well, well, you know what's underneath his beard, right? Huh? You know what's underneath his beard, right? A fist or another another fist. Another fist. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so so my recruiter lied to me. Uh, He said, uh, "With your hearing and your eyesight, Mm -hmm. uh, you can't be infantry. You have to have like perfect eyesight and perfect hearing." And I was 17. I didn't know anything. And here's a dude in a uniform that's like way older than me. And so I'm like, well, of course he's telling me the truth. Of course. Of course. So he said, you know, you. Anybody? Yeah. He said, um, oh, well, you can go combat engineer. And he's like, you know, you can play with landmines and C4 and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, okay, fine. That sounds like a good, you know, runner up thing. So fast forward to um, my first duty station over in Korea, and we link up with the infantry to go like on this training mission, and uh, we're out in this field, and I'll be damned if half of the infantry guys were wearing Coke bottle glasses, and they're all screaming because they couldn't hear anything. What? Yeah. And so it was at that point, I was like, oh, he totally lied to me. I could have been infantry and airborne and all that stuff because as a combat engineer, you don't get, you barely get any schools. It's hard to get the, the school slots. So. Really? Yeah, it's so stupid. But uh, what do you mean you don't get to schools? What do you mean you don't get? What- so like, uh, like if you wanted to go to airborne school, uh-huh. um, and I could be butchering this up, but like your unit gets so many slots. Yeah. Uh, like infantry, like an infantry unit gets. Like, one slot for each person, almost, you know? I mean, like, infantry can go to, like, all the schools they want to. But all the other MOSs, they only give a small... They give a smaller portion of slots. Okay. And so... Which doesn't make any sense for the combat engineers, because we're, like, side-by-side in combat. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, and and a lot of times we're out in front of everybody, like, detonating uh, all the explosives... But yet, you know, we can't go to the 
can't go to the schools or i mean you can but it's just really hard to get a slot so yeah so that that was kind of a bummer but i don't care whatevs whatevs now you're better now now you've all, now you're part of canton cartel so it's like you know, exactly exactly you're part of a cartel <laughs> i know i mean such a such an amazing thing such an amazing thing so i know we talked about this before before doing the show uh, but, uh, what would be some, some good advice for you, uh, that you would give, that you would impart onto somebody thinking about joining the military? Um, besides like, don't. Yeah. So don't join. No, uh, <laughs> actually, no. So I think the military was really good. That was, that as far as, cause before the military, I couldn't hold a job. I hmm. was, I was either fired or just dropped off the schedule, which is pretty much fired. Uh, because if you're dropped off schedule, you know right off the bat that it's not a quality job right off the bat. Right. You know, uh, right off the bat. How many times are going to say that? Um, that was four. It was, yeah, right off the bat. One more time, just just for a while. Anyway, so nice. now uh, I, you know, as a pizza delivery guy, I don't know how you get fired from that because all you do is take pizza to someone's house. But I got let go off of that. Uh, you Were know, there like slices missing? Uh, yeah. well, also, well, there was a whole story behind that. The actual, the manager of the store tried to rob me with a mask on at Halloween one year. He tried, yeah, he tr- tried to rob you. Yeah, I they had me deliver pizza to his friend's house that they were having a party at. Oh my God. And then when they saw, because I had a little white Datsun truck, just like my Datsun now, but it had the original motor and I had it slammed down on the ground, and I delivered it. And uh. I guess whenever they saw me coming, they all ran and hid behind trees. So when you when you get there, you had a clipboard and you check off what you're doing. Right. And uh, I got there and uh, um, I'm I check off on the clipboard that I'm you know there or whatever. Uh, and we carried cash and everything back then. Right. And I so I uh, I go into uh, or I'm sorry I put the clipboard down and before I can even open the door, someone opens the door. And grabs me and starts trying to pull me out of the truck. Get out of the truck. Get out of the truck. And I was like, and I was just like, really? And I'm like, at least let me undo my seatbelt. I remember them trying to pull me out and I had my seatbelt on. And so then, uh, 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 so I, I undid my seatbelt and they got me out. And the guy was like, give me all your money. And I was like, no, because I didn't know this guy. And here I'm just like this. I'm a I, dude. I was six foot three, 127 pounds. I was clothes on a hanger i was just uh, just just skin and bones and here i am freaking getting mad like i'm gonna do anything and uh this guy is like getting in my face give me your money give me your money and i could tell he was disguising his voice and it got me mad because he kind of sort of pushed me around and i was like you know what if i'm about to get beat up or mugged or whatever you want to call this they're gonna know i was involved right and so i just so i uh i've got how did it Somehow or another, I got his mask off, and then when I saw that it was just guy named John, and when I whenever I saw it was John, uh, then I got I was real mad, and I I remember my dad told me because when I was younger and I used to get beat up and stuff like that when I was in, not in high school but you know like, you know a little before that I didn't really know how to defend myself so my sure. dad was like you know here you gotta defend yourself instead of trying to shy away you need to stand up for yourself. So he showed me a few things, how to use your body weight, how to, you know, do things with your, you know, using your full body. Instead of don't hit someone with your fist, you hit them with your body, you know, right. you put your, everything into it. And I did that. I, I 
did a two-handed push, put everything into it, lifted this guy off the ground. I, I hit him so hard. I lifted him off the ground. He fell back. I was so mad. And then they had to get, uh, and I remember us right, and then I, I went over and I got on top of him because I was about to start hitting him. I was mad. Right. And then this guy named John Smith, ironic ironic name, right? Uh, and uh, he was he was a super strong kid in, from school. He worked with us too. He was in on it, but he wasn't like, he didn't really want to be a part of it. Right. But, uh, but he was at the party. He came over and pulled me off. He bear hugged me and pulled me off of John, and then told me, he said, "Just, just here, you know, just here's the money. Go." He gave me like twenty bucks or whatever it was. Just go. So I left, and I never reported that to the cops. I probably should have, but you know, I told the assistant manager, and and it, and then shortly thereafter, I was let go off schedule. So, <laughs> yeah. So I don't think I was fired for incompetence. I think I was fired because he was scared that I was going to tell so him. So, was the manager like a kid or an adult? I mean, like. Well, it's the manager of a pizza place, so he's probably maybe five years older than me. Okay. You know, he's probably like 23, 24. Jesus. But, you know, anyway, so. What an idiot. Yeah. So, anyway, so uh, getting back on topic, I ended up, so I got fired from Sears and uh, some other places. And then, I, you know, eventually I just, uh, when I went to the military, that day I realized that it's not about me. It's about the whole thing, you know. <clears throat> and, um. So my advice is if you decide to, if you are going into the military, I tell people to do your research, um, decide on what you want to do. You know, don't go in because, don't go and be a Marine because you want to be a badass. That's not how it works. You go be a Marine because you want to be a Marine and know what that means. And you, you can't know. spell your name. Yes. And, and make sure you hit yourself on the head with a cast iron pot a lot of times before you make this decision. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I'm just we're picking. Uh, so I got a lot of Marine friends that are friends, but uh, and I, we, it's uh, and as uh, me and Ryan were saying, military guys. A lot of people that are not in the military don't get it, but military guys, we razz each other nonstop. It's just that's just it's mandatory. You have to do it. Yeah. These dirty army guys. I mean, they're always just next best thing to Marines. So, but <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, they're just not as dirty. They they don't they're not they don't live under the mud. They live on the mud. Yeah, that's Air Force that's guys. We, that's a good way of saying it. Yeah. We like showers. So yeah. uh, <laughs> with each other. Well, hey, whatever. <laughs> I get someone else to wash my back for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, or as the kids are saying now, uh, swipe the card. Swipe. It's What's so, that? Ah, uh, some gross thing that that my nieces are over, and they were just talking about swiping the card, where you get your hand and just swipe it down someone's butt crack. <laughs> what? Yeah, you get your hand, you swipe it down someone's butt crack, and, and that's it, it's called swiping. Funny the... against them because I, you're I the one that has a stinky hand now. I, I don't know. It's some dumb thing the kids are doing God, now. The kids are so stupid. They man. do the weirdest thing. So, just just give them a just uh give them a wedgie like a like a just yeah, a standard like, like an adult. Wedgie. Give them a wedgie like a damn adult. <laughs> <Give them a wedgie>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least that way you don't walk away smelling like their butt. Yeah. And that way you ruin their underwear at the same time. Yeah. You know. And, and, then, and they know that it's against them. Like, yeah. they know that they are the one that had the yeah. the hate against them. Exactly. And then, and on top of that, you can uh, proactively start some kid's prostate cancer right off the bat. Or some uh -huh. testicular cancer. It's a really good head start. That's the way, it's, 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 all, it's, a, it's a really, <laughs> it's, a, it's a way, one and done, man. You it's a win-win. <laughs> so, but anyway, no, so. Uh, but if you, you know, each one has their own thing. If you're in the Navy, you're going, you're going to get to travel the world. Yeah, that's what they sell you on. But you're going to spend most of your time on a boat 
in really tight quarters in a hot in a hot metal ship or freaking freezing ship because those things are not really well regulated and uh and you're gonna be you're gonna be sharing a rack with somebody that's how with like of, four people yeah and I mean, that's, it's insane yeah and if you're sharing a rack with a really gross dude that's just i do not like sleeping in a bed that someone else has slept in it's just it's a weird thing with oh me. You, oh i see what you're saying yeah uh, the hot yeah oh hot rack, I, I, I thought you're talking like because you know they have like four bunks like, oh on no, top no. of you i thought you th- you're no. talking about like actually truly yeah. sharing the bed yeah literally you know with a hot racking or whatever you call it. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, no that's way. just gross. You got a drooler and you got a wet spot. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Flip that pillow over. Oh uh, god, <laughs> that's so bad. And then uh, so and then uh, so you know, marine, you're gonna spend mo- you're gonna spend a lot of your time in the field unless you've got something. Well, and it depends you, on your job too. Say, right? Even if you've got a good job, you're, you're still a dental go assistant in the, in the marines. Then they're still going to be. You're doing still a dental field. assistant. Well, you're still doing field exercises too. Yeah, but they, I mean, but those rimps don't. No, they, I mean their shoe, their boots don't even get dirty half the time. The the, the because they're like in like tents the, and trailers and stuff, and then us grunts are out there like we're talking like Air Force versus because <laughs> we don't get dirty. I mean we we put on like Tyvek suits and we <laughs> <laughs> you know we got hand sanitizer and and wipes, baby wipes that they we had. We were like the first version of baby wipes. We had them out there in the field. They gave them to us. They test these out. They're like oh, these are great. Test these out. <laughs> It's like, does anybody got any nail clippers? <laughs> I, I need a, I need a buff. I need a buff. This, this one, I got, I got, some, I got, I got scratch. Yeah, little. Oh. Yeah, I scratched the nail, and I need to buff that Can out. Can we get a medic? <laughs> medic, no. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I had a, uh, I had a nail that was all jacked up on one of my. On one of my big toes, and uh, this was like after I went into the National Guard after I got hurt and everything. Yeah. And um, I was, I finally had to go to like the 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 field doctor. You know, we're we're out in the middle of the training yeah, exercise. Field medic, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was like box. it was all swollen and pussy and green turning and stuff. Jesus. And and uh, this thing's about to go. Yeah, and. And I was like, I can't walk on it re- really well. And he he took it took the boot off. And he's like, Good God, that smells he's like, horrible. <laughs> he's like, he's like, What'd you do? And I said, Well, I said I was I was trying to cut the nail off with my knife, you know, to get it out of the skin. It was like a um, ingrown toenail, a super clean knife too. I'm it, sure. Oh yeah, no, totally. I mean, I licked it off. <laughs> I uh, didn't get most. I got most of the dirt off. Most of the dirt. You just swallowed. It's God protein. made dirt. Dirt don't hurt. And um, he said because I wasn't in a combat unit at that time. Uh, it was like some weak ass aviation unit. But um, he's like, he said you were a grunt, weren't you? And I was like, well, yeah. How'd you know? He said because only grunts do this to themselves. <laughs> he's like, good God. He's like, next time you have a have a, a, a an inkling of taking some dirty knife to your to your body just stop just stop and come here and we'll we'll take care of it i'm like oh you didn't oh, lose a toe obviously okay. no 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 i lost a toenail but it grew back it grew back it growed back it grew tobacco it grew tobacco mm-hmm. you grow tobacco no not anymore i, I like cigars so we can work yeah. so uh <laughs> but no and and uh i mean all the jokes aside I, I went with the Air Force because um, it did give me the option to have a better livelihood. 
I understood that the military is the military for a reason, and there are certain aspects of it that are going to have you in the field. Oh, sure. But in the Air Force, I had the option to go play war games and be involved, which is like what I did when go played war games with the, with the Rangers every other weekend, and it was a blast. And, and um, I learned a lot of great stuff under a different atmosphere uh, from their instructors because we weren't in a class environment it was there was none of the yelling it was it was put to us in a way of these are the facts this is how it mm. is this is how you do this this sure. is how you do this 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 can be done with this and uh we got a lot of really cool instruction from those guys and um <coughs> but they uh um yeah but it was it was a really good time but anyway and, but i had whenever you know on those weekends or weekdays whenever it took went uh took place um we were excused from our jobs we were able to go since we were because we were um what is it called uh when we share when you work with other uh oh, brain farting here yeah like you're attached to a yeah or something um not tdy or anything like that no no um anyway so but we worked really close with those guys so we were actually able to you know, uh, we put together three, or I put together three fire teams um, every other weekend, and we'd go out there and just have a good time. And we were out the whole weekend. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes we get to go, you know, back to the barracks and catch some sleep. But, so a lot of times we just, you know, set up camp out there, wait on an ambush, or set up to, uh, or set up, you know, and get ready to go out to ambush. You know, right. it was uh, it was such a good time. I really enjoyed it. You know, so, uh, but uh, that's what I had that option. Then I can go back and go back to my barracks so we could have called we could have called it quits at any time because yeah. otherwise they just pull from their group but they enjoyed us being out there because they didn't have to pull from their guys right you know the air force was coming over and um you know but that's that's my that's my advice is just go and and take someone with you that's preferably, preferably someone who's been in the military um or you know um and someone who's unbiased uh, you don't want to be like you know mm some diehard Marine going with you and pushing you to do something you don't want to do. Right. Because, right. you know, he wants someone else to feel guilty with him. <laughs> <laughs> I suffered. You need to suffer. Yeah. So, and that's all, all jokes aside. It's, you know, Marines are great. My brother-in-law's a former Marine. He's still a hard ass, but he's a good guy. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, no, we got, yeah. I mean, in our family, we have all the different branches, but still yeah. talk smack about it. Oh, yeah. Well, and so I agree with all of that advice. Um, I would add, the only thing I would add is um, uh, the Coast Guard. Look at the Coast Guard because that's the fifth branch of, uh, of, of, the, of the military. And uh, I mean, if you don't really want to go in the military, yeah. Yeah, but just think <laughs> about it. I mean, my God. All, I mean, you're jumping from a helicopter into the ocean, rescuing a rich soon to be widow because the husband he's going to go down with the yacht because right? you know, yeah be, and and Wait. if and if he tries to swim over you just kind of push him away yeah and be like, he'll don't be worry, tired man. and he won't make it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't worry ma'am you know i'm Your like boobs float yeah <laughs> i'm coast guard swimmer whatever you know i will be saving your life my to name is today. stevie johnson yeah i am your, I am your uh i'm your lifeboat today exactly yeah and then and then and then like you know you have like a convertible you know sports car that you drive around because you're like wherever you're stationed you're gonna be like on the coast yeah, yeah so yeah. Like, your days off you're driving around this convertible on a coastal highway going to pick up that uh that widow yeah for yeah. dinner and 
It'd be like Miami Vice, wherever you are. Yeah. You I mean, the it's, cool jacket. It's and so the, amazing. And the really old Ferrari. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that slow Ferrari. Oh, man. that. Oh, yeah. The past, all the pastel colors. Oh, they're so, I'm so wanting to do that. <laughs> I'm saying if, because uh, growing up in uh, on the coast in Oregon, we always saw the, the Coast Guard come and save the Flatlanders that would come and thought they could surf. Um had I known that, I would have been one of those dudes jumping in the water. I mean, that's so cool. It would I mean, have been like, like the original Baywatch. Yes, with the slow motion and everything. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> the terrible bathing suits and the hepatitis C running everywhere. Oh, there's Hep C there. <laughs> no, just just Pamela. Anderson. Just in the water. Just oh, Pamela. just her. <laughs> yeah. okay. I think she's. I'm pretty sure she has Hep C, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure she's got Hep C. <laughs> I'll pick up a People magazine yeah. later on. Or a Star out. or World Star. News or somewhere dumb. I'm sure it's in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Read about Bat Boy and everything while you're at it. And, Bat Boy. You know, you know, and, the, and the Sasquatch that gave birth to an alien or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got mm-hmm. all the good stuff in there. Right. It's all true, too. Every bit of it. Every single, every every, single story. Every story. It's Absolutely. all based on fact. It is. It yeah. is. I, I saw that documentary. Yeah, yeah, it's all, yeah. yeah. Somebody told somebody something, and that's the fact. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Well, uh, getting back to the uh, military stuff, I don't want to go t- too too many branches away from that just yet. Um, the the even though I have my own personal opinions, the the one thing that um, and we talked about this before, the one thing that I I can definitely tell people is that um, um, once you're once you're become a veteran and you and you're not in anymore, and then you get around other veterans it's um it's like an automatic uh sink or mesh with with those people because you know you you, you both have like experienced at least similar things mm-hmm. and and you know the language is the same mm-hmm. and the attitudes are usually the same and and it's conversation usually flows like really easy with a with a a, a fellow veteran a brother, as a lot a of us. Brother. Say. Yeah, a lot of us. Brother. Oh yeah, brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? Um, you actually met him in real life. Which uh, which one, Macho or uh, Terry? Yeah. Terry. Uh, uh, what Slag? What's his last name? I yeah, so, I can't remember, but uh, Bole uh, Belair. That's it. Yeah, Bole or Belair or something. It, like it that. doesn't matter. Yeah, Hulk yeah. Hogan. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he actually says like, he's. Big. That dude's huge. I'm a tall guy, but I was looking up to him. Yeah. He's like six five. I didn't know that. Yeah, I know he yeah. He's a big dude. And my uh my buddy Chris that lives in Knoxville, uh, he got a, a um we were at a drift event and we were one of these uh back my drifting drifting days. is race car driving uh with the emergency brake on a lot, right? <laughs> is that correct? Uh, it's just yeah, it's the art of sliding a car sideways. It's only you know with a rear wheel drive car, not a front wheel drive car. Okay. Because that's it's skidding. Driving. It's skidding continuously, very fast. <laughs> it's it's ballet on asphalt with cars. Ballet. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, we were at uh, the pro uh, one of the pro am uh, series or the finale in. Uh, um, Nevada. We were in uh, Bulls Bullhead, Laughlin, Nevada. That's where it was. <clears throat> and the city actually built a track for us, just specifically for this. It was a little wow. Yeah, they put a lot of money into this. 
And anyway, uh, his son, uh, like Nick Hogan. Lot. It was. It was an old parking lot, and they literally just paved over. Just literally. Yeah, paved I know this Kmart has been closed for months. But there was actually nothing out there. It was just. It was just. It was some old beat up asphalt. That's and, awesome. Uh, they, they built. Yeah, and so his son Nick was getting into it, and um, and he had been drifting, I guess, for a couple years, and he had. There was a guy um, named Sam Hubinet who had a uh, Dodge Viper that he was driving, if I remember right, and they ended up getting that car, and he put his son right into that, and so he was driving that, and so they actually rented out the lot next to us. It's an old, terrible lot, but they wanted to get some seat time in and stuff, so, and so uh, the landowner, uh, you know, uh, Paul Kogan, Terry, whatever, he ended up, uh, I guess he paid for that or whatnot, and... Huh. They ended up wanting us over there just for safety, so they had me and Chris go over and just kind of hang out, and just make sure everything went cool. And so I stood there and talked with uh, Paul Hogan for no about way. fifteen twenty minutes. We just sat there and shot the breeze to a point of where it was like we were talking. We talked long enough that we ended up having silence in our conversation because it was just like you know I don't know the guy, he doesn't know me. We just rambled and then it was just kind of like then we just kind of do some standing, then shooting the breeze, just kind of. And then we just he was a really cool guy but he does say <clears throat> brother a lot so oh okay he really does say even that. in real life yeah he was That's he was telling funny. about uh he was talking about he was like let me tell you something brother you guys could really take this drifting and really take off we just got to make it a lot more flamboyant he goes just let me just well, tell I mean, you he was like just last year alone just you know just on my uh just on my name alone just because uh, of who i am and how i present myself i got 136 million last year just in that 136 million something like that it could have been it was it was yeah it was something like that. i think we need to start a drifting company again yeah it was something it, it, and i could be way off it could have been just 36 million but it was I, I, <laughs> okay well anyway, i just remember 36 was the number but i just don't remember it was 136 or 30 but still if he said thirty six thousand, that's still that's a lot of money to me, you know. But uh, but you know, but the thing about Hulk Hogan is very flamboyant. He's got sure. all these crazy colors and stuff like that. And he really so what, was out. he like dressed like that too? Like no, he was. Uh, he just had a cut off like a cut off uh, 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 jersey shirt, just uh, like uh, like a uh, jogging. Let the let the pythons breathe. Yeah, totally. And he's got big ass arms too. I and, bet. Yeah, his arms were <laughs> it was like what twenty? Le- they're like twenty four inches or something. Yeah, there. It's like it was. You know, like as big as one of my legs, man. And uh, but he, he was a really cool dude, really nice guy. And uh, uh, I honestly was, I honestly felt that I don't think he probably wouldn't have if I would have gave him my card. I got a feeling he might have just said, "Here, take my number, and I'll, we'll talk or whatever." He just seemed like that kind of guy. Not that he would have done that. I mean, did just, you did you see that in his eyes? Is that I was why you... I was staring lovingly into his eyes. Did you, did you during those silences during the conversation? Did you kind of like just kind of reach your like kind of lift your hand up a little bit to like brush against the back of his to see what he would do? No, I did bump into his butt with my hand, <laughs> just so I could say I touched Hulk Hogan's booty. No. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, sorry, Terry. I mean, Mr. Hogan. Hulk, you're just a big Hulk. <laughs> you're such a brute. <laughs> Look how big your arms are. Oh my God. Do you shave these things? These things are huge. <laughs> so, no, but no, he was a really nice guy. and uh, But he did come across as one of those guys. I would like, you know, he just like, I don't think he would really do that, but he just kind of came across one of these guys that was just so laid sure. back and really chill. And But it just struck me as odd that he was either in character or he really says brother a lot. Yeah. 
but I never really watched his show, so I don't know how you mean much wrestling. No, not yeah, that's a show too. Uh, no, his TV show Hogan Knows Best or whatever it is. Oh yeah, no, I didn't watch that. No, that's, so uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I think I saw like parts of a couple episodes here. I just never was one into reality shows. I don't like. I hate stuff. reality shows. It's I mean, I shouldn't all, say hate, but because I it's not reality, like it's scripted. So it's scripted reality. Yeah, exactly. So how's that reality? You know, they want to make it. You know, I don't know. You want something real, brother? Bring us on. <laughs> two so, gimps, two old veterans that hobble around. Dude, yeah, I do. I do that weird. What's that weird? The old guy shuffle. That's it. I, I do that weird shuffle. I watch because we got the cameras at the house. And we got one in the living room, and I watch myself at night when I get up to get a drink, and I do the weird shuffle. It's so weird. <laughs> There's somebody in our house. Oh wait. Oh. No, no that's just me. No, that's just. <laughs> I gotta go get that checked out. Yeah, and look at the size of that tool shed. That thing is way hanging over. <laughs> he sh- that's why he's shuffling. He can't trying to keep from leaning forward too far to keep from falling over. I made a video, and, and it wasn't like trying to be like be a cool video. It was, it was purely just to, to send to a friend um, because I was uh, I was making uh, a, a bike trailer yeah. and, and whatnot. So uh, I was I. I Doing a little trailer on the, uh, excuse me, a little video on the camera or on the phone. Jesus, and one of those uh, things. yeah, one of those things. <laughs> and uh, so it was just me riding the bike, pulling the trailer, and then stopping and putting the kickstand down and kind of you know showing that. And as I was watching it, I was like, "Who is that fat guy riding my bike?" And I was like, "Oh wait, no, that. Oh my God, that's me." And so, I mean, I even went to, like, Tiffany, and I was like, is this how I look? Is this, like, do I walk out of the house like this all the time? Like, what are you, why are you letting me leave the house looking like this? And she's like, I don't know. You want another pizza? I was like, well, well, yeah, I do. You want another pizza? I do. Fatty? Fatty, fatty, fatty two by four. Oh, wow. Can't get out the bathroom door. Holy crap. (laughs) Right? Forgot about that one. That's such a good one. Uh, Yeah, we were. uh, The bully years. We were uh, making, I was making a shoulder several, like first part of, yeah, that matter of fact, first part of the summer, I was making a shoulder and uh, may, it may have been last year, I can't remember, but I was making a shoulder and I was wearing my my red hand up tank top that I wear. Oh, yeah. yeah and uh, I was, so I was I was having uh, Doogie, Doogie, to anybody listening, that's my wife, uh, not Doogie Hauser. I'm, you know, not married to a guy. I, I mean, I may do the second half gay, but the first half I did straight, so... But, I think I want to stay straight. I don't know. Anyway, so. Well, you don't want to, like, back yourself into a coin. You, nah, you don't you want know, to limit your options. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm mostly married right now. So. Uh, mostly. <laughs> no, no, no. Totally. So, but no. Uh, so, no, Doogie was, I uh, wanted her to um, video when I opened up the, you know, the big green egg uh, lid so mm. that you could kind of see because it, it's just got the smoke in there and it really looks cool when you open it up. And uh, so it was done. I wanted to see it. So she's videoing. And you, she starts videoing. And then you see, like, this big red gut come into view. <laughs> it's just huge. And it's like it doesn't stop. It's like this mountain it's of like gut. It's like the Star Wars, uh, yeah. the Star Wars intro. <laughs> it's just like big red gut. <laughs> and then an arm shows up and lifts the lid. It's like, and then it's like, and then another second or so later, then you can see my chest and my torso. It's like, my God, I was like, who's the fat guy? 
Back and why is he getting more food? And why is it? Why the stomach doesn't stop? It just keeps growing. <laughs> I just thought it'd be like a little bit the chest. It's like stomach, more surface. It's like Jesus. Is it going to explode? It looked like it was expanding. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh my god! And that and uh, and it was like we may have to delete that. That I'm gonna have to delete that video. But you know, then I kept it because I was like, that's gross. That's just that's, that's disgusting. It's like. Uh, I try to act like I'm some freaking I, I can flirt with the girls and I don't right. give a shit. And it's like you know what? It, it's not that I would ever pick up a girl because I'm good looking. They pick up girls because they feel sorry for me. Right? <laughs> They're right. like, this guy's gonna die from cholesterol, some kind of cholesterol disease or something like that. He's he looks like he's about to give birth to a basketball. You know, it's well. And they probably need the volunteer hours for like Beta Club or something. <laughs> Candy striper. <laughs> Does this count as community service? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, uh, it looks like we are creeping up to the time limit here. So, um, again, I want to thank you for coming up and doing this, honestly. And um, it was a lot of fun. And I know uh, we have a lot more to talk about. So you have to come up and do it again. For sure. Yeah, easy. It's easy talk. I can get me going. I'll wind me up. I'll just roll. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and before we go, I wanted to mention, uh, I didn't talk about when we we're talking about the military and stuff. However, um, as um, I, I know personally, um, I, I, I recently joined the American Legion and, and working with those guys, um, uh, helping to like remodel houses for the disabled vets and and they do like a lot of work with the homeless vets and stuff like that um i it it, uh, it kind of opened my eyes up to and 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 you and i have have spoken about it um like how many people including like ourselves are like dealing with you know like stress and and i mean i guess it's ptsd i i don't know i'm not smart enough to know what that is but or what qualifies as it um, but just a, a lot of stuff. So people are, are dealing with a lot of stuff. Um, so I wanted to share um, this organization. It's called uh, the, uh, the Veterans Crisis Line. And the website is veteranscrisisline.net. And the phone number is 1-800-273-8255. So it's a totally free service. I... I believe it. I mean, I know the people are are, are qual they're qualified people who who take the calls, but I even want to think that some of them are, are a lot of like volunteers. So you'll have like um, you'll have veterans actually answering the phone sometimes, uh, and then they have um, I watched like a documentary on it. They have like different higher level people that that help as well, and it <clears throat> it's for any veterans, any active duty service members, any National Guard and Reserves, and even their families and friends. So basically, it's it's just about anybody. Um, and so, so when you call in, does it go, do you have to go to a prompt system, or is it, boom, you're right on the phone with somebody? Well, on the website, it says press one. So, okay. which, that doesn't make I mean, I'm not, you know, so there's dismissing it a small. little bit, but like, yeah. if, you know, if I'm like, yeah, if I'm really up to if nefarious. If I'm really like, yeah. yeah. If I'm not really. I don't want to listen yeah. to like, you know. Yeah. 
We have recently updated our prompt system. So please listen to all prompts before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. If I wasn't feeling a little down already, this is right? really gonna tip me over the edge. <laughs> I got this book. I got. Oh, nice. Look at that! You right, didn't silence your phone. <laughs> oh my gosh, such a rookie Amateurs. move. Jeez, it's like we're doing a podcast out of a trailer with unqualified people. Um, and then, and then. Uh, for you, those of you who are not veterans, or if you just want another, um, if you're not suicidal, or, or or you just want like a little help because of uh, you know, 2020 was a hard year, and and it is. I make fun of it because I have my own things, but it is. It's a hard thing. Uh, so there's there's this really cool thing, and and I believe in therapy, so don't think that I'm like poo pooing this stuff. I went to therapy, and uh, I still I, mean, I still suck my thumb, but. Um, doing it now. I, thanks, thanks a lot. I'm oh, sorry, I wasn't supposed to point that out. Jesus. <laughs> um, so there's another. Uh, there's like this new thing. Uh, because since everybody's like quarantined, um, you can get help online. Uh, so it's called. Uh, this place is called BetterHelp, and it's BetterHelp.com. And without, uh, so you go to it, and it gives you um, a, uh, gives you some options. So like if 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 you're looking for counseling for yourself, uh, couple counseling, teenage counseling, uh, and then you just go through these prompts. Uh, so I don't have a phone number or anything. It's all online. You go through the prompts, you fill it out, you answer the, the questions. It, it's really simple, really simple stuff. And who is that right there? BetterHelp. BetterHelp. Uh, BetterHelp.com. Dot com. BetterHelp. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you, you answer these uh, handful of questions, and they are able to um, link you up with uh, the appropriate type of like therapist or you know helper person um, and uh, there's like like even if you like uh, you start with like a therapist and uh, you don't like them for whatever reason uh, you can totally change uh, at no cost hmm. and I th- so I think there is like well there's obviously a cost for the service but um, possibly your insurance could pay for it or something like that so I just wanted to get those two things out there so I appreciate that um, well, if you're also dealing with a sensitive issue, I mean, if I mean, there's, what is it? Uh, uh, every twenty-two minutes. Like your genital minutes, herpes is that? What's like, that? Like your genital herpes is that? Like no, 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 no. Well, that no, that's still we're still working on. Because that. I don't think these websites do that. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, I was I was going to talk more about the rash around my butt, <laughs> but you know, you know, <clears throat> but no, like for people, like on a serious note, the you know the, the veterans that are having issues, um, I think what is the what's the real number? It's something like every twenty two minutes, there's a veteran that, that takes his life or something like that. I think is so, it? yeah. It's uh, it's a real, it's it's just tough, and uh, so I think that you know if you can. If you're, you know, anybody who feels a little, you know, struggling or stressing with some of the things, uh, you know, so everybody's got their own little, the little triggers that get some going and stuff. And if you find yourself in one of these niches, you can call the <clears throat> Veterans Crisis Line or Better Health. You know, get in, and you know, you can get one of these people to kind of work you through stuff. And how each one of us is a little different. Um, it's it's a good thing that you can bounce from one counselor to another until you find that one person that yeah. Yeah, fits your niche you know so uh, yeah. but no it's it's all good yeah absolutely that's that's great that's really great all right so that is our show for today I hope uh, I hope it was uh, 
entertaining for you. I hope you got a little bit out of it. And um, I hope you have a, a great rest of your day. Again, Chad, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. And uh, remember, campers, if you have any questions or requests, you can reach any one of our customer service representatives by shooting an email to trailertalkwithryan at gmail.com. All right, so until next time, keep on camping, campers. Trailer Talk is brought to you by Cargo Rocket. Whether a weekend warrior or an ultra-endurance athlete, Cargo Rocket gives you the fuel you need to win. All natural and gluten-free, Cargo Rocket. Fuel smarter, 